0: Welcome back to another episode of the Gen Z Football Podcast. My name is Tom Hayes and with me as always is Ryan Shop. G'day. Ahoy. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, in today's episode, we have quite a bit of transfer news to get through as it is. There's about 24 hours left in the window as we're talking right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's quite a bit to get through there. A bit of rundown news, which we'll get through first. And then, yeah, two rounds of the Premier League to talk about and two weeks to preview. Uh, so, yeah, get underway. This week on The Rundown, on Monday,
1: Chelsea sacked manager Frank Lampard after a run of <laughs> poor performance. Uh, and I think we'll get on to his replacement in a bit. But, mm. um, yeah, this came as quite a shock, I think, yeah. not only to myself as a Chelsea fan. Um, and in true form of the podcast, it happened pretty much a couple straight hours after, after we re- recorded it. Um, I personally don't think it was a fair decision or the right decision, um, purely because Frank's only been there 18 months. Uh, he had a three year contract. He brought in a bunch of new talent. Um, some would probably say against his actual wishes. Um, it's not really sh- um, clear who made the actual choice to buy the players that were brought in or most of the players that were brought in. Um, obviously, Frank Lampard was a draw card for those players. and f- would have been a draw card for some others um not necessarily to say that the manager that replaced him won't be but um mm. yeah i think i don't think this is the last we'll see of frank lampard at chelsea <laughs> yeah
0: i think he'll be back um in a couple of years yeah it did come as a bit of a shock and uh, more importantly or well, not more importantly but in true Chelsea fashion, not giving them really any chance. Once the rumours yeah. start to emerge, it pretty much is a done deal.
1: Yeah, there was a few things said, um, a few reactions by other Premier League managers. Jose Mourinho said that the sacking of Fran- Frank Lampard, he said, um, Frank is an important person in my career, so I feel sorry for him, but it is the brutality of modern football. Um, obviously, um, Jose Mourinho's has suffered that uh, brutality At other clubs as well, including Manchester United. uh, And Manchester United, especially. Um, Then other managers, such as. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Pep Guardiola said people talk about projects, they talk they don't exist. Uh, I hope to see Frank soon and go to a restaurant with him uh, when lockdown is over. So obviously, there might be. Uh, quite close and then also something that I thought one of the quotes that was quite interesting was um, Stephen Gerrard's he said that on the sacking of Frank Lampard he said I did think it was an opportunity for them Chelsea to reach out and support him Frank Lampard during this tough period of results rather than do what they have done uh, but Chelsea have got a history of that, uh, so it was yeah. no surprise. Um, and yes, they do have a history of sacking managers after the slightest hints of poor performance. Mm. Uh, it was 10 matches in all competitions without a win, um, five losses and five draws, um, so it's not great, but yeah. um, I wouldn't argue it was a sackable offence.
0: Yeah, oh, especially, Mike Gerard said, the club should support the manager in a tough time, especially when it's the first run of poor form. Yeah, not only that, it is a club legend,
1: club legend, and other yeah. club legends or club players. Yeah. I wouldn't call them legends that are managing big clubs, i.e.,
0: Arsenal, Manchester United, are given so much more time. Even outside of England, you know, yeah. Pirlo at UVA yeah. at the moment. Yeah, we'll talk about his replacement now. If you want to, oh uh, yeah, ahead okay.
1: Ahead. We'll uh, on f- on Wednesday. Uh, Thomas Tuchel was formally appointed as Chelsea manager, replacing Frank Lampard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. So Tuchel obviously was at PSG until a few months ago, um, when Maurizio Pochettino replaced him after getting yeah. the sack there. Um. Tuchel's history. Um. He has play, He's managed. Well, this would be his fifth club. Um. Mm-hmm. As a manager. Uh, he started off at FC Augsburg, the second. <laughs> it's a lower league German side. And it was a bit, bit of a weird run he had. Um, seemingly, the next two teams, he kind of replaced Jürgen Klopp both times. Um, yeah. First, it was at Mainz, Mainz yeah. 05. Uh, he was there from 2009 to 2014. Um, he had a pretty good run there. Um, he he was there for 182 matches, um, winning 72, drawing 46, um, losing so you're saying Tuchel going to replace Klopp at Liverpool? Yeah, he had a 39.56% win rate there. So not no. great, but and obviously his first real. Beat. And they weren't
0: the best club either. No, they the weren't.
1: Um, then he moved to Borussia uh, Dortmund from 2015 to 2017. They did quite a bit better. Um, at a 62.9 overall. I Could you try, buddy Siri? <laughs> he had a 62.96% overall win rate. Um, he yeah, did pretty well there. He won uh, what did he win? He won the DFB Pokal there. Mm. Um that was the only trophy he won at British Dorm. And then he moved on to where he really stepped up at PSG and yeah. managed some big names and won quite a bit. Um so his win percentage for uh, over his tenure there from 2017 to 2020 was 74.8% um, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, he won Ligue 1 uh, 2018, 19, and eighteen, nineteen, and nineteen twenty. 20. Um, he won the Copa de France 2019, 20, and then runner-up in eighteen nineteen. 19. Uh, he won the Copa de Ligue, which is like their League Cup, in 2019, 20. He won the Trophies de la Champions in 2018 and 19, and then he won the UEFA... well he didn't win, sorry. He made it to the UEFA Champions League final with PSG mm-hmm. in 2019-20. Um, so, he's had a pretty good run. Yeah. Um, his tactics um, seemed at PSG to be like starting formation about 4-3-3. But he kind of is very well known to mix up mid-game and... change a lot so it'd be very interesting to see how he works especially with some of the german players first ever german manager at chelsea which i thought was interesting i don't know if it's
0: surprising but maybe helpful with their new german players that they have yeah um so yeah he signed a 1.5 year contract so that'll take him to the end of the 2021-22 season and he also has the option to extend for a year if that does get if he does survive to that point i suppose (laughs) you would hope so. so yeah um yeah, is that about all on
1: that? It was a bit of a weird feeling. Uh, mm. yeah. Obviously, not feeling great, Frank. But
0: um, hopefully, we can How move forward. How do you feel now? Huh? How do you feel now? Has it sunk in yet?
1: Yes and no. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, moving we'll on. Back. On Tuesday, yep. Barcelona released um, a financial reports showing they have approximately one point one billion euros of debt. Um. Yep. And some part that just was released recently um, could be Lionel Messi's um, contract. Um, so it was leaked um, to the media by a Spanish um, a Munda, it was El Mundo yeah. um, tabloid newspaper. Um, and so the finer points, basically, he has been paid or will end up being paid in his four-year contract: uh, five hundred and fifty-two, two hundred million sorry 552 million 237 thousand six hundred and nineteen dollars over the four years nineteen dollars euros euros yeah uh, which is for around 489 million pounds yep so almost half a billion euros over half a billion euros almost half a billion pounds for four years um of this apparently was a 30 page contract yeah that's huge um in terms of just how much stuff do you need in a contract? Anyway, uh, So it would be about one hundred and thirty-eight million euros a year per season. Yeah. Sorry. Um. He also got a hundred and fifteen, just over, hundred and fifteen million euro, um, signing bonus and a seventy,
0: almost seventy-eight million euro loyalty bonus. There, yeah, and that's only. Well, I don't know if all of that would be under debt, but no. it may contribute to some of it.
1: Well, apparently, I also read something, I can't remember what it was. Um, apparently, the ticket sales for yeah. Barcelona were about €250 million Euros
0: a year. Jesus. Just from ticket so, yeah, sales. Yeah, well, that's, they've almost gone a whole year without fans at all. Um, and yeah, about 10% of that debt is uh, still owing in transfer, so just over €100 million. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dating back to five years worth of transfers since 2016. Uh, To 19 different clubs. So, yeah. And they, a lot of Barcelona transfers are not only done in like instalments, but they also have uh, a lot of added bonuses. That's how they lure plays over. Mm -hmm. Um, So, then when clubs uh, get those bonuses, it's just an additional expense to that fee, um, which is what seems to be a lot of occurring in a lot of the transfers that they now owe. Um, so yeah, we'll now move on to the last bit in the rundown. Uh, yep. Um,
1: on Friday, the Premier League um, will introduce the concussion substitutes on February the 6th. Yep. I think this comes after a range of studies saying, um, the long term impacts of concussions on not only Premier League uh, footballers but of sports of all different codes around the world.
0: Yeah, I. Uh... I think this, they've been talking about this um, a lot ever since the, uh, what's his name, Raul Jimenez incident. Uh, I just want to quickly, I think it's just a pretty much a straight swap. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, the new rule means up to two permanent substitutes can be made in the event of head injuries, even if all replacements have been used. So uh, you still have your three subs, and then if someone was to go off with a head injury, it wouldn't add to mm. those subs even if it was beforehand uh it wouldn't add yeah. to those yeah. I,
1: I think if they made it all serious injury as long as it was understood that player couldn't start or couldn't play the next week mm. i think that'd be all right and then you get around that but some of those things you five. Don't, huh?
0: it's really tough to tell with those things like even if i guess no but i'm, I'm saying if it's serious enough for them to Oh, like, like it'd have to be dead off. obvious, like yeah, broken leg or hyperextension in the knee or something like high, that's But I thing think though. there has
1: to be some if they were to do instead of a five, it could be some sort of compromise instead of a five. Yeah, uh,
0: sub it is tricky anyway. Uh, but you don't really, I know you you see it when it happens, it's annoying, but I feel like it doesn't happen as often. Like that, teams have used all three subs and they're still they get an injury after those, and that puts them at risk. It happens sometimes, but it doesn't happen very often. But yeah, it's, it is interesting. And I guess we'll talk about it next week when it comes into effect, if it may happen. But it's only happened a couple of times this year anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so That's all we have for the rundown. Uh. Yeah. Uh, that was the rundown. For the results this week, we had both the, the finish of the FA Cup Round 4 as well as two uh, match weeks in the Premier League. So we'll start off with the... Uh, FA Cup round four. Wickham Wanderers uh, fell short to Tottenham 4-1. It was 1-1 for the majority of the game until Tottenham scored three goals very late uh, to win the tie. Uh, And Bournemouth defeated Crawley Town, uh, who were the lowest league team at the time. Uh, They're now eliminated. So I think it's now just the top four English flight leagues left. Uh, I'll quickly go through the round five fixtures as they were drawn when the round four fixtures were drawn. We've got... Manchester United taking on West Ham United. Everton taking on Tottenham. Swansea versus Manchester City. Barnsley have Chelsea. Uh, Wolves take on Southampton. Leicester City take on Brighton and Hove Albion. Burnley versus Bournemouth. And Sheffield United versus Bristol City. Uh, main ones there United v West. Oh wait, there's one, two, uh, three, four... Uh, four Premier League v Premier League games. Um, so we may see a couple other leagues go through, uh, league teams go through mm-hmm. with those ones. Um, and then we'll move on to the Premier League games. Uh, Newcastle, one, Leeds, two. Uh, this is match week 20. Crystal Palace, two, West Ham, three. Yeah. Thomas Suchek scoring a brace there. Very happy with that. Uh, Southampton, one, Arsenal, three. <laughs> uh, Australian they... um,
1: Caleb Watts made his Premier League yes, debut. In this match.
0: Uh, Arsenal getting revenge after being knocked out of the FA Cup by Southampton about three days earlier, I think. Yeah. Uh, West Brom, nil. Manchester City, five. Chelsea drew with Wolves, nil, nil. Uh, Burnley defeated Aston Villa, 3-2, after going 2-1 uh, down, I think it was. Uh, Brighton, Hove Albion drew with Fulham, nil, nil also. Uh, Sheffield United defeated Manchester United at Old Trafford, 2-1. Shelby got that uh, bang on. No,
1: yeah. it was three two, wasn't
0: it? No, you got a, you got three point on that one. You got two one. Uh, Everton defeated. No, they didn't. They drew with Leicester City one all, and Liverpool finally scored their first goals of 2021, uh, beating Tottenham three one. Also, Sadio Mane is now in the top five Liverpool Premier League goal scorers of all time. Uh, now moving on to Premier League match week 21, we have Newcastle defeating Everton. Two nil at Goodison Park. Crystal Palace beat Wolves one nil. Man City just beat Sheffield United one nil.
1: Yeah. Um. In this game, um. Well, winning. Um. Uh, it was Pep
0: Guardiola's 500. Yes. Um. Career win as a manager. Yes. Um. Yeah. His win rate is insane at every club he's been at. Yeah. I think his lowest win rate at 72. Was that Barcelona. Percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, West Brom and Fulham drew 2-0. Arsenal and Manchester United drew nil-all. Uh, another thing, Manchester Uniteds they haven't beaten a a big six club this season. All season, Something to they've mention, drawn yeah. or lost. Yeah, I think it's four draws, two losses, and the two losses came against Arsenal and. Uh, Tottenham. They lost 6-1 to Tottenham. And the game against Tottenham's the only goal they've scored against a Big Six club. Yeah, so
1: they, they lost against Tottenham, draw against drawn against Chelsea, lost against Arsenal, um draw drew against Man City, um, drew against Liverpool, and
0: now drew against Arsenal again. Oh again, yeah. Uh, Aston Villa beat Southampton 1-0. Chelsea defeated Burnley 2-0 in Tuchel's first win. Uh, and Le- goal. And goals, yeah. Uh, Leeds United. Oh actually two Chelsea goals well, they, they were both, they they'll both they'll their they're right back and their left back. Yep. <laughs> uh, Leeds United beat Leicester 3-1. Liverpool defeated West Ham 3-1 as well and Brighton beat Tottenham 1-0 for their first home win of the season. Um and that's all we got. Uh yeah. So now um, for the tips. We both got 9 each this week so I'm on 181 and Ryan's on 165. Gap remains 16 points.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, anything else you want to add there? Uh, Let's probably
1: just go through the table just quickly. Yes, very uh, true. So, from bottom to top, Sheffield on eight points, um,
0: considerably lower. Um, but Will they get the record? They I only don't know. need one more win that, to equal the record. They've for done the lowest all right points. so far. Um, I can see them getting at least three, at least three four points. points. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: Their 19th is West Bromwich Albion. Um Sam Super Sam doesn't seem to be doing too well there, Mm-mm. losing all four matches in charge at um we got a draw against Liverpool. At um the Hawthorns. Yeah. Um this since he's been in charge. Um with a negative seventeen against aggregate uh score. <laughs> Eighteenth is a Fulham.
0: Um just hovering there's there. There's quite a difference between seventeen and eighteen. There is. Brighton
1: is seventeen. Uh, 16th is Burnley Whose um, little run Came to an end Against Chelsea last Still night
0: Still got a game in hand as
1: well They do um, 15th is Newcastle Not doing as well As they probably should do uh, Wolves as well Who are 14th Very far down Crystal Palace are 13th um, Leeds are 12th Bad average um, Southampton 11th Same points as Leeds as well Good to Arsenal 10th um, Yeah Aston Villa are ninth with two games in hand. Yeah, Uh, that could pump them up. Everton are 8th with two games in hand. Chelsea are 7th. Tottenham are 6th. West Ham are 5th. Tottenham have a game in hand as well. Yeah, Uh, West Ham are 5th, which is pretty crazy. Um, Leicester are 4th.
0: Liverpool are 3rd. Man United are 2nd. And on top is Manchester City. With a game in hand and three-point lead, so they could go six points clear for Manchester United. Um, one thing I want to mention, from 10th to 5th is four points, uh, so that's very tight. I guess you could say from yeah 10th to 5th, four points. And even oh. the top two, three, four, it's two points in between them. It's going to be changing quite a few more times, I can see, before the end of the season. Yeah. Um, Wolves, is I think they're really missing Raul Jimenez. They don't really have that main striker just to get them goals at the moment, which is probably the main reason why they're down there. Uh, Southampton, bit of a promising start. They've dropped off quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I'd say everything else is about right. Aston Villa can probably gain a couple more spots with those games in hand. So yeah, I guess we'll now move on to transfer whispers for this week. For transfers this week. I'm just going to quickly read through how many I've got to do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine confirmed transfers. One is awaiting confirmation. Two, three, three uh, in talks ongoing. And then we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 rumors, a couple contract updates, and then a couple manager updates as well. So we'll try and get through these. Speed uh, hastily, I suppose. Um, Oh yeah, I'll go through the confirmed ones. I'll ask you what you your thoughts are, um, and yeah, we'll get through the rest quickly. So first one, Morgan Sanson from Marseille to Villa. uh, Uh's been talking about this one pretty much all January. Uh, Now it's finally got done. 14 million pound fee could rise to 15 and a half mil with add-ons. Four and a half year deal to Aston Villa midfielder. uh, decent age 26 i could say that's quite a good deal for aston villa yeah not bad for them bit of squad depth as well and uh, doing so socrates papastopoulos from arsenal to olympiacos uh his contract with arsenal was actually terminated mid-january and then he signed a three and a half year contract with olympiacos so that puts him through to june 2024 on a free transfer of course um, again, probably good for Arsenal just to get him off the books and it probably helped them get the next move done, Martin Odegaard from Real Madrid to Arsenal on a six-month loan uh, pretty much to the end of the season and they'll pay his salary, which is £38,000 per week and they also had to pay a loan fee of 1.8 mil. That will help them for the rest of the season and maybe potentially... I don't think there was a buy option there, but they may be interested in something as they were looking for that playmaking player. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the start of the season. Next up, Max Meyer leaves Crystal Palace to FC Cologne uh, on a free transfer, a six-month contract, which you don't see very often. Um, Yeah, his contract is also terminated with Crystal Palace mid-January. I think it was the day after Papastopoulos lost his. Uh, Jesse Lingard completed a move from Manchester United to West Ham on a six-month loan, which included a loan fee of £1 million. What are your thoughts on that one? He'll get time at West Ham, I'd assume.
1: Yeah, you'd hope so. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Um. Meh. 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 <laughs> You've never been the best Lingard fan, anyway. No. <laughs> no thoughts. No. No. No words. No. Side Ben Rama, uh, completed his move from Brentford to West Ham. He was on loan at West Ham, uh, which included a buy option, which they triggered for twenty million pounds. And he gets a 5.5-year contract through to June 2026. Uh, he's been really good for West Ham lately. Uh, and Bay Diagni from Galatasaray joins West Bromwich Albion for the rest of the season on loan uh, as a forward, which is something they may be looking for. Well, they're definitely looking for for them to get him on loan. Damari Gray uh, completed a move from Leicester City to Bayer Leverkusen for £2 million on a four-and-a-half-year contract. Uh, never getting game time at Leicester City. He'll probably be a backup striker option or winger option at Leverkusen. Uh, and Patrick Catrone completed a six-month loan deal to Valencia from Wolverhampton Wanderers. Uh, he said, or was mentioned by Wolves, that he will uh, leave once they got William Jose from Sociedad, which is what happened there. And his deal to Udinese broke through. Uh, now... Awaiting confirmation, DeAndre Yedlin from Newcastle United to Galatasaray. Uh, Galatasaray confirmed that, oh, where is it? I think it was, yeah, his move and someone else's move was to go through soon. Uh, He is just taking his medicals at Galatasaray and his contract will be three and a half years uh ongoing transfer whispers we have delhi ali from tottenham to psg it looks likely that he will now stay at tottenham as the club will not be able to find a replacement being tottenham uh in time um they were looking at ericsson except inter now aren't interested in letting him go as no one is interested in paying his full salary uh but yeah ali was keen on joining psg may happen in the summer we don't know marcus rojo uh, will leave Manchester United to join Boca Juniors. They are currently in advanced talks to complete the move. Maurizio Pochettino, Maurizio's son, uh, will join Watford. Well, it looks likely he will join Watford on an 18-month loan uh, till the end of next season. Um, yeah, had never got a game at Tottenham. So they moved to PSG. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, he will definitely uh, pick up some experience in the Championship or maybe Premier League if they end up back in the premier league uh gedson fernandez this is the other one i was talking about from gal to galatasaray um torino was also interested in a loan deal but galatasaray have announced that the deal is imminent now for the rumors we have sergio ramos from real madrid to psg or manchester united uh psg were rumored to offered him a three-year contract worth 15 million euros per year Ramos, however, is not interested in PSG and is targeting a move to Manchester United, reportedly. Um, and yeah, Real Madrid have made no progress on extending his contract with, which suggests that they may not offer him a renewal contract. Uh, Angel Di Maria was linked to Tottenham until uh Ali now looks less likely to join PSG. Um, Tottenham made the approach uh, as a replacement but didn't go through. He's still in contract extension talks with PSG and is happy to stay at PSG. Uh, Julian Draxler and Matteo Guendouzi were rumoured in a potential swap deal. Um, Just a straight swap. Guendouzi is 21, worth 32 million uh, euros. Draxler is 27 and worth 20 million. So maybe a little bit more than uh, PSG may have to give up a little more just to get that deal over if that's what they want. Um, But yeah, that's just a rumour. Uh, Marcus Alonso is rumoured to be a Barcelona target uh, as they look to strengthen their fullback positions. Uh, He wasn't getting any game time at Frank, uh, under Frank, but now I think he played last night against Burnley and scored as well. So maybe. Uh, Billy Gilmore reportedly wants to secure a loan move elsewhere until the end of the season as he looks to solidify himself in the Scottish side uh, that will compete in the Euros this year. Um, yeah, again, another player that's not getting much game time play sometimes, but may need to get a little bit more game time into him uh, to secure that spot. Um, but yeah, no clubs have been rumoured or linked to him just yet. Uh, Ashley Maitland-Niles uh, has been shown interest from West Brom and Leicester City in a potential loan deal for the end of the season. Uh, that one's all we have on that one. Hamza Chowdhury from Leicester City is linked to Newcastle in the loan deal to the end of the season. Uh, Bernard from Everton, who I haven't seen play in a while, has been linked to Al-Nassar. <laughs> Don't even know. That would be a Saudi Arabian team, I would say. Mm. Yeah. Saudi
1: Arabia, Qatar, someone yeah. like that. Yeah, um,
0: in a permanent deal. Uh, that They are currently in advance talks, apparently. That should be probably in the ongoing section. Uh, Dayot Upamecano, uh as we mentioned last week, he has a €42 million Euro release clause on his contract. Sorry, Al-Nassar
1: SC is a club in the Arabian Gulf League,
0: which is in the UAE. There you go. Uh, yeah, Upamecano, M- Bayern Munich favourites, among other clubs, uh, to sign him. Uh, but yeah, Bayern Munich's sporting director has held talks with Upamecano's represent- uh, representatives uh, over a potential transfer there. He has played with Leipzig for a couple of years now and yeah, may look to stay in the Bundesliga for the time being. Senk Tosin from Arsenal is set to join Besiktas for the rest of the season, as reported last night. Patrick van Aanholt also reported last night may be an option for Arsenal to provide competition for Kieran Tierney. Um, I don't know if that's a permanent or a loan deal, Uh Jules Koundé of Sevilla has reportedly been made the primary target for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in the next summer as they look to uh, strengthen their centre-back stocks. Ben Davies of Preston North End has been linked to Liverpool after they uh, in a centre-back crisis. They have no senior centre-backs available. Uh, they're asking €4 million, Euros, even though he has a value of around €2 million. They're currently in negotiations, and the medical is scheduled for deadline day at Liverpool. Um, Adrien garner Gay of PSG is linked to Newcastle. Newcastle have made an inquiry to loan Gay from PSG for the rest of the season. Uh, contract updates: We have Nathaniel Klein extended his contract with Crystal Palace till the end of the season. Uh, that's confirmed. And Luka Modric has his contract renewal I- uh, contract renewal imminent with Real Madrid Um, so yeah he will stay with Real Madrid following this season and finally uh, manager updates Julian Nagelsmann has been in contact with Real Madrid for him to become Zinedine Zidane's successor at Real Madrid that may be at the end of this season maybe in the future Uh, but yeah very uh, very promising up-and-coming manager there And lastly, Hansi Flick of Bayern Munich could depart from Bayern at the season's end. He says he doesn't have a good relationship with Bayern's sporting director and he may be tempted with the national team position if made available. Um, But yeah, we have seen that uh, German national team have put faith in their current manager there. What do you have? Oh, just something that just came through on Twitter. Um,
1: About two minutes ago... um, on Messi's leaked contract, uh, Ronald Kerman um, said in a statement, whoever has leaked Messi's contract cannot have a future Barcelona. What has come out in the press about Messi was done uh, maliciously. Um, yeah, so just something interesting. Um, but yeah, that was uh, reported by Goal. There you go. And anyway, I've just um, got
0: one that come through now. I just mentioned Idrissa Gay uh, that Unicastle were in or were interested. He has... Uh, rejected that offer. No. There you go. <laughs> so, no. um, yeah. Got anything we'll... else you want to add? or? No, um, not really. We'll probably have a couple more as there is only 24 hours or so left, but there may be a lot more confirmed deals next, uh, not next year, next week that we'll talk about then. Annoyingly, if we were recording this in a day from now, it would be just on time, but uh, that's the way it goes. Um, so, yeah, we'll now move on to the fixtures for the next uh, upcoming week.
1: Now we move on to the fixtures and our tipping for the upcoming match weeks. Uh, we start off with Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on Arsenal on Wednesday, February the 3rd at 5am at Le Molineux. And I believe that it will be a 1-1 draw.
0: Okay. I have gone with uh, Arsenal 2-0. The next match is Sheffield United taking
1: on West Bromwich Albion. On Wednesday, February the 3rd at 5am at Bramall Lane. And I believe Sheffield United will win this match 2-0. I've gone with a 1-1 draw. The next match is Manchester United taking on Southampton on Wednesday, February the 3rd at 7.15am at Old Trafford. on, And I believe Southampton will win 1-0. I've gone with a 2-2 draw. The next match is Newcastle United taking on Crystal Palace on Wednesday, February the 3rd at 7.15am at St. James's Park and I believe Crystal Palace will win 2-1. I've gone with a 1-1 draw there. The next match is Fulham taking on Leicester City on Thursday, February the 4th at 5am at Craven Cottage and I believe that Fulham will not win and Leicester will win comfortably three goals to nil gone 2-0, Leicester. The next match is Leeds United taking on Everton on Thursday, February the 4th at 6.30am at Allen Road and I believe Leeds will win 3-2. I've gone 2-1, Everton. The next match is Liverpool taking on Brighton
0: Hove Albion on Thursday... You've missed Feb- the game, just saying. <laughs> the City game. Burnley City. I don't know if I put it in there. Yeah, the one above Leeds. Out of that one right.
1: the next yeah. match is Burnley taking on Manchester City on the Thursday February the 4th at 5am at Turf Moor and I believe that Manchester City will win 2-0 go on 3-0 Man City uh, the next match is Liverpool taking on Brighton and Hove Albion <laughs> on Thursday February the 4th at 7.15am at Anfield and I believe Liverpool will win 3-1 Gone Liverpool two one. The next match is Aston Villa taking on West Ham on Thursday February the fourth fourth at seven fifteen, and I believe it will be a two two draw. gone with a one one draw. The next match is Tottenham taking on Chelsea on February the fifth Friday at seven a.m. at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and I believe that Tottenham will win one nil. I've gone with a nil all draw. The next match... Going against Chelsea again. Might be a little tactic, I reckon. Um, (laughs) Next, we move on to Premier League match week 23 23 fixtures that we'll be covering this podcast. Uh, The first of which is Aston Villa taking on Arsenal on Saturday, February the 6th at 11.30pm at Villa Park. And I believe Aston Villa will win two goals to nil. We've gone one nil with Aston Villa. The next match is Newcastle United taking on Southampton on Sunday, February the 7th at 2am at St. James's Park. And I believe Southampton will win 1-0. On Southampton 2-0. The next match is Burnley taking on Brighton and Hove Albion on Sunday, February the 7th at 2am uh, at Turf Moor. And I believe that Burnley will win 2-1. We've got Burnley 3-1. The next match is Fulham taking West Ham on Sunday, February seventh at 4:30 a.m. and I believe that West Ham will win three nil. I've also got West Ham to win two nil. The next match is Manchester United taking on Everton on Sunday, February seventh at 7 a.m. at Old Trafford and I believe that Everton will win two goals to one. I've got United winning two one. The next match is Tottenham Hotspur taking on West Bromwich Albion on Sunday, February the first at eleven pm at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and I believe Tottenham will win two nil. Tottenham three 0 The next match is Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on Leicester on Monday, the february eighth, at one AM, and I believe at the Molyneux, sorry, and I believe that Leicester will win two 0 I've got Leicester one 0 the next match is Liverpool taking on Manchester City Game of the week. on February the 8th at 3.30am at Anfield. And I believe that Manchester City will draw with Liverpool nil nil.
0: Yeah, I, was all, I almost went nil nil. I'm going to
1: go 1-1. And the last match we'll be tipping on is Sheffield United taking on Chelsea on February the, fir- February the 8th at 6.15am. And I believe Sheffield United will win 1-0.
0: I've gone Chelsea 2-0. Yeah, there is one more game, but that'll be the Tuesday after we record, so we'll talk about that one. And
1: as it stands, Tom is on 181 and I am on 165. Uh, Now we move on to the yes or no. Uh,
0: We have a quick announcement for yes or no. uh, Just through, before we have to talk about it next week, um, uh, what is it, Ben Davies from Preston, to Liverpool agreement has been reached so here we go confirmed by Fabrizio Romano in the coming hours deal will be completed today for 4 million euros medicals are still pending which will be in the coming hours um and yet yeah, LFC have not contacted Juventus for Mary Derimel as today so there we go think that'll be their center back replacement for the rest of the season
1: now it's time for yes or no if you're new to the podcast the way yes or no works is tom and i will each ask each other each other three different questions either tom or i will go first and uh yeah we're going on from there and we can simply only answer with yes
0: or no tom would you like to go first yes which i never do my first question to you is Should Chelsea let Marcus Alonso leave as he is rumoured to Barcelona? Yes. Roger that.
1: My first question to you, Tom, is... Will Manchester United drop down the table now that their run of good form seems to be at an end?
0: Yeah. My second question to you is... Will Jesse Lingard ever return to Manchester United as a regular? No. Uh, my second question to you is will Jesse Lingard
1: have more of an impact at West Ham than he has had at Manchester United?
0: No. And my final question to you, I think we are on the same page here again. Will Thomas Tuchel be sacked before his contract expires? No. Okay. My final question to you is, is it the same question? will
1: Thomas Tuchel... Have success at Chelsea or be successful at Chelsea? No. Okay. And that was yes or no. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to follow us at GZ underscore football for all updates about us and the world of football and as well as the daily rundown. Yes. uh, When there's
0: news, there's daily rundown. When when there is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty much three times a week yeah roughly so uh,
1: you can follow Tom at on Twitter at at Thomas Hayes underscore and you can follow myself at RP underscore shop um, all the references uh, are in the link for this podcast uh, thanks for listening see ya ciao